All right, guys, welcome to the Whitbusters podcast. I'm your host today, Race, and joined today, I'm with Brian. It is like 105 degrees in this room right now. It currently is. It is is warm. Um, Alex. Hi. And Hunter. Hello. His first one that's going to post. Yep. Technically second, but we didn't post first because it was bad. Not your fault. Yeah, not your fault at all, Hunter. Tyler, it was Um, your fault. So, today we are going to be reviewing uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, pretty much all of us were super excited for this movie. Me and Brian um, are super, super big Spider-Man fans. Alex got into Spider-Man because of how much I was into it. And Hunter, what are your feelings about it? Yeah, Hunter, what's your feelings about Spider-Man in general before? Like, not this movie, just like, how, what was your hype level like going in? I mean, it was fairly high. I like Spider-Man quite a bit. Like, it's one of my more favorite heroes. Because of why? Because of Homecoming or just in general? Just in general, I like his more, like, down-to-earth feel, I guess, if that makes sense. Absolutely. He is the everyman's hero, man. Um, That's why a lot of people like him. So, first we're going to kind of start off, like, how we would rate the movie. So, I'm going to start with Brian, just because out of all of us, you all know he's the most critical. Um, So, out of 10, what would you rate it? (laughs) Uh, Out of 10. I would give it an 8 out of 10. I think okay. it's a tale of two movies. I think it's a six out of ten and a ten out of ten. I think there's six. There's parts that I'm like that was really? not very good, and there's parts like they could have done that better. So and we'll get into that. We we'll get into specifics. Okay. But yeah, eight out of ten. Solid, great movie. Hunter, uh, I'm gonna go about eight out of ten, maybe nine, probably like in the middle. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say eight five. Yeah. Eight point five. I'm gonna rate it a nine, just because I'll I'll rate it the highest of everyone. Because <laughs> why not Spider Man? Um, <laughs> so. Uh, so in that I may be a little bit biased but hey it happens so we're gonna kind of talk about this not necessarily scene by scene um, because you don't really need that this is a review you've seen the movie um, so we start off with kind of that <laughs> just really stop just <laughs> you've got yeah. to stop making the sound the puppies in here. yeah the puppies in here um, so we start off with that very you know kind of touching slideshow no you don't images. no you don't yeah. That's not where you start. You start in Mexico. That is exactly oh, yeah. that right. is where we you do start. start the first, uh, here's why I said that, because uh, this scene is not good. This is the first one I was like, ooh, this is a bad scene. So the first scene is in Mexico, and then um, who we believe to be, Nick Fury and uh, Maria yeah. Hill drive up, and then there's some type of weird destruction going on, and then Mysterio shows up and does his powers, and this whole scene is bad. I remember looking at Jennifer, and I kind of like gave her like one of those. Hmm, like you don't not, want any part of this. Ooh, yeah, the line's not great. Uh, it's, we delivery. saw it in the trailer. The the delivery feels off. It feels like it almost feels like a scene they recorded later and added on. Yeah, it is just so weird. It is out of place. It does not establish Mysterio that well in terms of what he can do. You can't see the threat that calls us. It's just a weird scene, and it's the first time. And turns out later we kind of figure out why. But Nick Fury and Maria Hill feel very off in this scene. Um, yeah, so this is, so it, to me, it started on what I would consider one of the six out of ten parts. The first okay. scene I thought was pretty bad. So for you, this movie kind of started off on kind of a bad Rough. Note. A little rough. I was upset. Did not like that scene at all. Um, so after that, we do get to, like, the Gettys images, like, slideshow that at first is, like, pretty touching, and then you get to the image sort of watermark. So when did you, when did you know that it was not legit? The bad transitions. 
Uh, yeah, to me it was vision because the vision picture was like really Blurry. bad resolution. I was like, oh, no this. one cares about vision because I started it and it's the picture of I think Tony first, mm. and yeah. I was like, this a few is, pictures of Tony. It's the one like from I think the first movie uh, yeah. where it's like the magazine the shot. cover, and then like um, it's Time Magazine one. I was watching it and the song was like, this is really cheesy in my head, and then I. Uh, and then you find out why. And then we saw the picture of Vision, and I actually leaned over Jennifer. I was like, I think this is a kid doing this? And then it turns out, yeah. Uh, this I was, mean, now, this was an awesome start. This goes from six to ten pretty quickly for Homecoming me. started with Peter's home film. Which was great, yeah. Which was great. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. also something to note in this is it's assumed that Captain America is, you know, deceased as well now. I thought exposition was um, a way to get over the blip of what, kind of what the state of Marvel oh is now. because. Essentially, you've got two different things that happen: the snap and the blip. Snaps mm-hmm. the race, and blip brought them back. Um, and now we have terminology for that. Uh, I like that they set that up, and then they don't go away from it. They kind of keep referencing it. However, um, it's not like integral to the plot necessarily. Not necessarily. There's a couple not of jokes to this particular plot, but I think it's really neat that they talked about like the side effects of it. How many people are out of homes? Yeah. And exposition wise it was a really good way to set up the how world. kids so, at school had to start over and that my younger brother's somebody, older than me now yeah while they had to while it's you know a lot of people are like oh how is peter's class all still together like did they all blip or whatever it was just but like the eight of them. They, yeah they it was very mixed um what happened to them the uh the, the kid who's like the hot guy <laughs> uh, who was like a little kid before which is really funny uh, i thought that was a really cool um way to kind of play on it um, when the marching band pops back that up in was the middle of the basketball game. That Pretty was funny. so funny. And all the kids kind of pissed that they have to redo their midterms and everything. They have to completely start the very. year over. I thought it was very, um, yeah, very good See, way that, to that start the plot. that still confuses me because that implies that Betty was not blipped, but she's still in the same grade. As well, with her covering the news, I don't think it necessarily would have to be her not blipped. Um, she was just covering the stuff. So. But she said, oh, some of us have to retake midterms, even though we already took them. Yeah, because like she was mad that she had to retake but, the midterms. But she blipped, because that's why. She so already done her, the first part. Oh, they she's I thought she was, Yeah, okay. they don't know. Their last memory is being taking those midterms okay. and stuff. So I was her, thinking like... Yeah, when she people was blipped back, yeah. they had to start the school year no. over after the blip for the people who already had... Okay, no. that makes yeah, more so sense they, now. They, I got my... Yeah. So was this the first time that we saw people coming back from being snapped, basically? Pretty much the yes. actual like viewing Actually, of it. Now that I think about it, yeah. because yeah, in Endgame, it's Doctor Strange already went to him yeah, cause individually. Yeah, because when, when the, the snap is done by Hulk in Endgame, um, you just see... The plants. And yeah, the you trees. see the plants and the trees, yeah. and, and then the, the people phone come call, to the... and but we never actually seen one like pop nope. back yeah, up. Yeah, so I, I didn't know just, if like, you just see like dust coming back and now, now we actually show it. <laughs> blip back in, back where they were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that Aunt May blipped. Me too. I, I know that sounds so mean, but I can't like. That makes me sad to think that she would not have blipped. After Peter. That'd be rough, yeah. Especially after losing Ben, even though it's never referenced. And so, after this, we kind of get to the the part where we see the... I guess it's like a charity auction of some sort. Um, where they're, like, raising money for, like, the blip people the or something. People, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that's what it is. It's some form of, like, charity auction. From what it looks like, because they have, like, the number, like, yeah, thermometer she calls it in the background. It it's like to support um, um, people who are displaced by the blip, yeah. bl- basically. So, we get there, and I'm, I'm going to speed past this one, because there's really not a lot of stuff other than, like, yay, 
you know, May and them are back together. People are happy. Her we get the first weird thing between her and Happy. I do think this is a scene that goes back to being not good. We had a great start. No, uh, not, not a great start. Then a really good session with the the thing. And then I, this one's weird. Like, everything's... In, everybody's super out of character. Um, See, I... Parker's think... not... He's way too flippant with taking off his, his mask. It's weird. This part's weird. Um, it's written well. The jokes are good. Um, but it's weird. It's, a, thought... it's a weird part. It was kind of a powerful moment when they're all surrounding him with the questions and he starts having that like, one specific scene's okay. Um, but just it's, it's this it's when the movie starts to get the movie and we'll, we'll discuss this way more later. It will set up things just to have a scene and not worry about what it means outside of that scene. And that's the problem I have with the movie. They'll just set things up. Hey, I want to have this scene. But if you look a little bit past it, then they're like, well, none of this really Mattered. works outside of the scene. Uh, it yeah. gets way worse later in certain parts. But so uh, we get that we get. Peter asks the question, are you the next, next Iron, Iron Man? Man? And he leaves because he, he's kind of has, I don't know if it's just like PTSD or what, what's really kind of going on with him, but clearly he has a he has a panic attack and just kind of doesn't know how to deal with this I don't think it's PTSD so. is more just, that's a huge responsibility. I mean, <laughs> like the guy that just saved the universe. What? That's like his Second, father third figure. father figure that yeah. just yeah. passed away. That's a rough away. one. Speaking of which, I have a joke to make about that a little bit later. Fair enough. So, we we see that we see that you know he he's very heartbroken and this is really you know messing with him. So he's very excited to go on this class trip, um, and he starts making plans with his friend to how he's going to kiss MJ on top of the Eiffel Tower, and his friend obviously wanting to be bachelors, bachelors while in they're Europe. in Europe. Which is, it's it's kids stuff. It's it's pretty funny. Like I hearing think what that people um, want to do the kids, and then this we can just kind of sum up all the kids parts in one because as, as like because individually we won't cover the things later. But yeah, on the whole, I thought the kids stuff was a lot better in this than it was in Homecoming. There I was a the little... kids were a little more likable. MJ's way more likable in this one. Um, Jesse, the dogs like biting stuff. Um, yeah, so the kid stuff is something to me that was that really really worked well. There's a um, lot more chemistry. It feels like they went to class together. They, yeah, they feel like they went to class together. MJ specifically was a just a kind of a caricature in the first movie. She was just the weird girl, but now she's a weird girl, weird girl, weird, yeah, weird that, girl with the depth. Shock felt factor. Yeah, um, but this one now she feels like a like a three dimensional character. She's not just weird for weird sake. She's weird because um, she has like a dark sense of humor. There's there's more to it than just being odd. Um, and she's actually really likable. Uh, and her and Tom have awesome chemistry. Uh, they had chemistry in the first one as well, but they had a lot in this one. They're like best friends in real life. And you could tell that like it just played really well. Them well. I'm sure they are. They, That's kind of get old. Said it. They're like we're friends. Please stop. But yeah, that, all the all the kid stuff was I thought. Um, I think as a whole, Homecoming is a better movie. But I do think the kid stuff worked way better than this one. It's so weird, though. Like, I just finished watching Stranger Things 3, and, like, it's weird seeing, like, actual child actors playing children and then jumping to adults playing and but children. specifically these adults are one of the more convincing kids because usually are, it's yeah. like in toby mcguire and then the andrew, andrew garfield, garfield they're all way too well but these kids are like very early 20s yeah. like and they're baby face like that's specifically 20s. the it's i think it's the baby face it's that, that the age so much is that the, these kids are they have they're all tom holland's never gonna look old no <laughs> he's gonna look old when he hits 70 yeah. but that's the thing they even talked about in an interview recently is the fact of they're like it it 
It's because it's not been that long <laughs> for us since we have been this way. I do think they need to get out of high school next time, though. Huh? Probably need to go ahead and get out of high school yeah. for next time, though. So I'm too old for that. They they have this sort of trip, and before he goes on said trip, he decides, you know, I'm I'm gonna be a kid. I'm gonna try and be normal on this trip. I'm not bringing the Spider-Man suit either of them. Um, I'm just going to be Fury normal. Is trying and to Fury's trying to contact him, him, and he keeps ghosting him. And so we get the we get the kind of funny thing, like, oh, May packed your suit anyways, all that stuff when he gets there. Yeah, and the, the kind of funny stuff on the plane with the teacher saying, like, yeah, my wife, I uh, thought my wife flipped, but it turns out she kind of just left me. That was a really, that joke was very good. Um, to go ahead I and cover. I love the teachers. See, I love the teacher. The their teacher was great. The other guy, JB Smooth, guy. not good in this, and I love him as an it actor. So I thought funny. he was all witches. His like his line delivery wasn't great. His the jokes themselves weren't very good. The witches thing was easily the funniest thing he said. But oh, like, yeah, and this is a guy who's genuinely usually very very funny. Like I think he's from Kirby Enthusiasm. He's a really really good actor. Um, but man, I th- my theater and me and Jennifer specifically really thought everything he did fell flat. Um, as a matter of fact, I wish they had not had it because the other guy I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. The main teacher. But man, that was so weird to see him not be funny because I'm so used to him being I mean, good. the fact that we know him as the witches guy in this movie kind of shows. Yeah. It was just, yeah, I'm not, not a fan of anything that he was written for him. It was just him. like, it was one thing that if he had said that and kept doing other funny stuff, it would be, but it was like, they just kept nam- like hammering that specific nail. And even before that, he would just pop in to say a one-liner, and like you've, if it, if all you do is have one-liners, they better be good. And his weren't. No, his were not. The funny parts like, of the movie were not. Even his. when like he puts on Tony Stark's sunglasses um, and looks at everyone's phone, there's it, it's literally just him reading an article about witchcraft. Like yeah, everything very, it is, it's just like this same joke just keeps getting. Wasn't hit. super into that at all. Um, that was another six it, out of ten. It, it's like they they stapled on the fact that he's a man of science, but now just all witchcraft is like we, we get it's it. A joke, get it. The joke's funny once, but literally he did nothing but have one liners, and none of them were were great. Which is so another miss. I'm gonna skip some Sadly. of the some of the semi small stuff um, because. Pretty much most of it's just going to be interactions, which we've kind of talked about how much better those interactions. Yeah, we can were just hit time. the big beats. Um, time. So let's talk Mysterio. He finally the water, you know, comes out of the ground, and we see Mysterio show up. How did you specifically feel at this point, as, Brian? Because yeah, you're mis- a big Mysterio. As a big fan. Mysterio fan. Um, uh, the first time you see Mysterio, he looks awesome. Like he could not have looked better. Um, so Mysterio, in terms of the way he looks. And the way he shows up was awesome. This fight scene was bad. This fight scene sucked. And every single fight scene in this movie prior to the turn yeah. that takes place isn't good. There's zero stakes. The positions they put Spider-Man in don't even make sense. Hunter and I discussed it yeah, at work. The, the clock tower. When he's doing the clock tower, that essentially was all set up so he could hit his head on a bell a couple of times. They don't even establish who exactly that's going to hit it first, not until the yeah. last shot. Very poorly done. And this was one of the first t- first times in the movie. I'm like, I don't think this is going to be very good. I was actually disappointed and scared at this point because uh, he had the first time he saw Mysterio, like, the scene wasn't great, and then the, the first mm-hmm. movie. And this one, he looks fantastic. The gas uh, type stuff he always does looks awesome. The, the fishbowl looks amazing with the mist inside. Um, but I'm thinking this fight scene is not very good. Uh, and Spider-Man either should not have been involved or should have been given more to do because it just kept cutting to this drama that wasn't there. There's no stakes being set up for this. So this scene, I'm down on. As a matter of fact, I'm down on every single elemental scene. The elementals were poorly done in this movie. And they're, they're nowhere 
as big as they made it look in the trailers. And like the Which the molten one okay, at one but... point looks pretty big, but like there's just not. And part of it obviously is the fact that if you know Mysterio, you know kind of from the start that they're not real. If you just, then of course, yeah. that's going to be something tied to the plot, right? But even with that knowledge, you can set up you can set up stakes, right? Um, the 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 big example I'd always give is Spider Man Two with the train, right? We we knew the train wasn't going to derail, but it didn't take you out of the fact that it's like that 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 scene is incredible, right? And there's nothing in the movie that's that's actually very good action wise, except for one specific sequence we'll get to later. Um, but yeah, so this was a scene that was mixed on. Love Mysterio's intro, did not like really anything else out of that on this scene. How about y'all? So for me, it it, it was very much that like I, I enjoyed the chemistry from the kids around what was happening beforehand and kind of that sort of stuff. And then when we got to this, it's, it was pretty mediocre. Like he's, and especially like later when he's like always worried, like, no dude, like if I show up like as Spider-Man, like stuff's going to happen. So you think just wearing like the jester mask over your regular stuff is not going to make people think you're Spider-Man. Like they're going to be like, Oh my God, it's no man. That can't be him. You see the jester mask. Um, which the, thing about this that I thought was the funniest the time I started laughing and kind of getting a little they bring up you know Hydro Man which is kind of cool just as a little easter egg and almost for a little bit gives you a little bit of deception if you're a comic book person like oh maybe Mysterio just got these elemental guys together unfortunately it ends up being you know it is just pure Mysterio which is what they really should have done I'm happy with that they did that but it almost gives you that little little bit of like maybe Something else bigger is happening. Um, so at this point, they go to where? I think not this long is when after he, gets that, we, recruited. he gets recruited. So by by Fury. Um, One more person knocks on that door. We're going to have another funeral to attend. And this is another. This is this is going to be hard to say as a, as a big Marvel fan, but I'm super tired of Nick Fury. I'm tired of yeah. Shield. I'm tired of Nick Fury. I'm tired of Maria Hill. Um, because they've never done anything interesting since Avengers haven't done anything and that that is another frustrating thing to me also the fact that they're very off in this movie which of course there's a scene later that kind of tells you why i think and we'll get to that when we get to that um that scene but yeah i'm just i've never been a fan of spider-man with shield anyway the ultimate spider-man cartoon i'm not that that's not the spider-man i like uh and that's one they're leaning in hard to the tech-based shield spider-man is my least favorite version of the character and that unfortunately spider-man is that version now Peter Parker's not. Peter Parker's my favorite version, which is from the Ultimate Comics. Um, and the Spectacular Spider-Man show, it's the best version of Peter ever, but when he's actually Spider-Man, super involved with S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever S.H.I.E.L.D. is now, uh, and super involved with tech. Uh, and the most of those things I don't like. Those are more personal things, but I'm very... Unless they can give... They've not given Nick Fury something interesting to do in a while. He was a major character in Captain Marvel and didn't do anything interesting. Um, and the promise of that initial, you know the world's bigger than you think it is to Iron Man thing was realized in Avengers and it's just kind of hung on since then. So, uh, this wasn't a bad part of the movie. The scene was set up well, but me personally as a fan, I want less of this in the next phase. Okay. I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I don't like the fact that it seems like Spider-Man just seems to be the push around almost when it comes to this. Like he almost, except for in homecoming, Every time Peter Parker's there, it's because someone else is trying to get something out of him. Yeah, and I don't. I don't mind him being like that's kind of Parkery to be pushed around, um, but he needs to be pushed around by his own, like by the Avengers. Like in the Avengers, he can be that character. Just when the people pushed him around are like Nick Fury and Hill. characters that just aren't 
I mean, this is this Spider-Man at this point has been uh, an Avenger. He's been a force in the end of the world. Like, it's just weird. To ha- it's just very bizarre. I get why they're doing it, but they're specifically uh, it's just specifically a version of the character I don't dig. And yeah. It's very much tied to what Disney's done with him in the animated shows, and mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't dig it. So the next thing we kind of get here is Fury kind of putting him in the same room with Mysterio and kind of showing like, hey, this is a safe place. You can have your mask off. You don't got to worry about that. Um, and he meets Mysterio and gives him his name. Yeah, the other kids are technically the ones that gave mm-hmm. it to him because it just uh, means a mystery. It was from the, um, the TV, the, 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 TV the news. A man of mystery. And, and he just sticks with it. Um, I do think everything between uh, Peter and Quentin mm-hmm. is real good. I think their their mentorship is really good. I think the the uh, the reason he gives for being there is super interesting, and it does make you think, oh man, this opens up the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe in a new way. Uh, of course, of course, it's not that case. It was, <laughs> uh, but it was, I did love that they went ahead and said it anyway. Yeah, it's partially one of the most cheeky things they could really do, um, because as you and me have kind of talked about. We know because of what the studios and so like that said, this is not Earth 616. No, it's not 616. So we, if you knew that already, you kind of already know that Mysterio is lying a little bit. But what's cool about that scene is when you hear it, you're like, oh, cool, this must be an official thing. And I, the way like my thought process was, oh, they dropped 616. So this is like multiple Earths. That's weird. I, st- I mean, still thinking Mysterio is bad. Yeah. But then, but then also thought, well, this is not six one six. Like that's the comics. It's, that's that's weird. That's weird that they go against Why their own comics. He's just that? it's just it's, it's just BS. There's no, he's just throwing a number out um, at this point, which is which is interesting. But, that but it does the, open it up. That was the neat thing to me as well. Is I was like, if this actually is like Mysterio from like another Earth, like yeah. that's kind of cool. Like maybe that's his origin story. Is the fact Fury's going to do something and make him turn? I thought it would be. I, I wanted the same thing I want in most of the time where Peter Parker's villains sort of become father figures. Like I'm always waiting on, like, please let this be the one time something, like, kind of nice happens with this. Because I always liked the idea of stuff changing a little bit, like, kind of messing with your perspective of it. Like, having the actual bad guy for once be the good guy. I wanted him to be the ultimate villain at the end of this because that's the only way to do it. But I was hoping it was going to be more of, like, at the very end, you realize it, not necessarily as fast as it happened. So the, I remember when we had the podcast a long time ago, we watched the first trailer. We all sort of gave our guesses what it would be, and mom was right. Like it was yeah. exactly what I wanted it to be. It was syndrome again. Syndrome, yeah. But this made you think it might have been the I forget who it was that said it that it's possibly he was the bad guy in that world. Mm-hmm. I forget who said it, but i thought that was interesting i was like oh that's what the twist will be since he's from the other world and it ended up not being that but i had it pegged but they threw me off my own guess because of how well the scene was done so i i like this scene a and lot. we also get our first taste that he is not what he seems um because everyone's kind of making fun of peter for going into you know multiverse theory and those kinds of things and then he makes the thing of never apologize for being the smartest man in the room. And I didn't read that as like not being what he is. I just I thought it read that this guy's the smartest guy in the room from where he's from. And he's like, you know, be. To me, this is more of like a bonding moment. Like you are, you're the superhero of this world, and like embrace. Oh yeah, that, which I like that. That's what I he liked Peter all along. Yeah, like yeah. He, he even in the end. <laughs> yeah, hated that he. Well, I don't think he hated that he had to do that, but. But the thing with me is, I didn't think that at the time, but 
later on once we get the flip. In retrospect, it becomes a much more interesting line. It becomes line, more interesting. Which is cool. So you don't think um, it at the time, but it becomes a more interesting line, um, specifically to what this character is in this film, mm-hmm. this version of Quentin Beck, which is a great one. Um, anyway, continue. And after this, we great. get so a new spider suit because he's, once again, super worried about every everyone on this trip figuring out a Spider-Man, Hunter? despite the that, fact that the Jester What's suit the suit something. called, Hunter? What's the suit called? What's the suit called? What is, his, what is he referred to as? The Night, night monkey. monkey. Night Monkey. Oh, you, night. you said this the other day. Sorry, sorry. We had, I, I didn't think we had gotten there yet. I wasn't we sure did. if you were referring to what he was actually called in the movie or the stealth suit. Yeah, this... this um, you know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like this one at all. This this suit looks pretty cool, but like serves no purpose. It's tied around he the old web. Doesn't oh, that's a, the best line <laughs> of the movie for sure. For sure, the best line of the movie. Uh, but it doesn't serve a stealth purpose. He doesn't do stealthy stuff in it. Um, it he uses it in a fight that is just like the first one, which is a bad fight with no stakes. Um, anything we want to cover? Bef- anybody want to cover about Mysterio before we get to that scene or not? We we skipped Edith. Yeah, we we, we skipped. Edith already started this point. Yeah, well, yeah. This is what threw me off because we that's right. Like they were like school. Yeah, now school he got the bus. costume. I'm like, but no, he got yeah. Edith. First. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like right. what, what? before the stealth suit. Yeah, yes. I got yeah, because he got the stealth suit from that chick. The, yeah, that that told weird, him to take his pants then, off. Seems weird, but yeah. Yeah, the um, Edith was on the school bus ride right before. So that. let's talk about that scene. Or, Bus ride. Everybody okay to talk about the Edith yes. scene? Okay, so I hate everything with Edith. I think Edith <gasps> is a bad plot point. Is that the name? Edith is the, the name is fantastic. Even dead, <laughs> even I'm dead, the I'm the hero. So I hate everything about Edith. And it's it's one of the biggest takeaways of the movie. It's totally not something Tony Stark would ever have done. Tony Stark is the bad guy in this movie. Yeah, he absolutely is. The bad every guy. villain thinks Tony Stark is the bad guy. This is like villain number but seven. But no, I mean like he is. Blamed, no, he is the bad guy. Yeah, because he did the like, drones. And like he. Peter almost kills a kid on accident because there's no safety protocol. This well, is the dumbest Peter almost system. killed someone on accident when he had Friday. Or he didn't have Friday. He had a... It was a... a yeah, Karen. Karen. But once again, there's two times that Tony Stark's got really, really irresponsible stuff given to a kid that would not be the kid you gave it to. This is why it doesn't work. This is why this version of Spider-Man doesn't work. He can make his own tech all day long and that way he owns it if it messes up. But when he's when he's using everybody else's toys and he's just secondhand Iron Man, it takes away from the everyday thing you said earlier. He becomes a different character that's not as relatable. None of this works. Uh, and the first time I really didn't like Edith was with the drone thing on the bus. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You've set up a situation for one comedy shot that is absurd because a kid almost gets killed on a bus over a joke. Like this is not this is a two way thing that really bothers me because yes, the joke works. It's a funny joke and the way. They shoot it and he gets it back. Yeah, that and shot him jumping out. Of, that was dope. great. Like it shot really well. But you just created this ridiculous scenario that undermines Tony, undermines uh, Peter, undermines the kids just for the sake of a joke. I don't like that. So I thought the Edith thing. Fair enough. Even though there's a version, Edith becomes very cool later on. But right now, the whole thing of Tony giving it to Peter, completely absurd. And to and me, makes this movie an eight, not like a nine or a ten. Very unrealistic at the end when he tells Edith to target peter parker yes, no way just, in hell would just, tony stark create anything that would have target peter parker specifically as a, not something tony would ever do but we'll get to that uh, when we get to it so yes that happens <laughs> we anybody disagree no I, anybody like the edith stuff a now lot? that you i like some now of that you've features. kind of brought that up it, it definitely is something 
I was looking forward to it in a different way. Um, I thought it was going to be used in something completely different, and it ended up not happening. So the yeah. whole hope I built up for it never never appeared. What's interest, interesting about Edith is that there's an easy fix to this, and it doesn't change the movie much except for one scene later, which is granted a very touching scene. But you simply don't have Tony leave that to Spider-Man. You simply have him built it, and S.H.I.E.L.D. has control, and Nick Fury has control, and Nick Fury decides to give it to Peter. Takes Iron Man out of it. I mean, takes Iron Man out of the decision-making, takes Spider-Man as one, because now Edith is something that Tony would have the responsibility and understand the tech enough to know what we could and couldn't do, and probably S.H.I.E.L.D. would too. Well, here's that the would other have thing that, is... They didn't. Like, the whole concept of Edith goes against everything Iron Man's ever done. He literally purposefully got out of the weapons industry so stuff like this wouldn't happen. And the fact he has an entire thing that just, you and say, target and a drone, drone. will come down and take him out. Yeah. Like, that seems to go against everything he tried to do. This should have been more something closer to, like, um, is it Brother Eye from DC? Yeah. Like a ob- observation-based thing. Um, because Tony, till his death, was very much still in the whole... A pseudo armor around the world thing so that that part works but the fact that you could give it to a kid and he could like that once again it's played for this one laugh but it's just it really goes against all uh, every other thing they were going for in that scene really really hurt the movie to me the edith plot um although it does result in some very good scenes later on yes but i, I think you can still get to those scenes without having this be the path to it yeah. it's, it's um, the lack of fell safe here that yeah really just yeah, and it's just completely unrealistic. And t- and Peter is not who you would ever give that to. It doesn't even he don't even have the infrastructure to use that type of thing. Nope. Very odd. Very odd decision. Because clearly, from what we've seen of him, he doesn't always make the best decisions. Yeah, He's very and Tony impulsive. Didn't. Right. So you would never give it. Yeah. Like, but had he left it to Shield, or left it to Nick, or left it to Cap, or left it to somebody, mm, and and yeah, Cap couldn't have done it at this point. But like he didn't know that at the time he was been, been I mean dead. Sam's cap now technically well, true yeah hey, had, had, had that been something that either or maybe the, a different bad guy group had it and Spider-Man gets it from it and think man I, I could, maybe I could do something with that take just take their connection out of it and this whole thing works yes. it just it, it didn't it didn't work the way they did it sadly so this is around the point where you know Nick Fury's hijacked the vacation we are now having to go to a opera as opposed to the best party that could have happened Um, Was there any significant thing with Mysterio between that or not? Not until right beforehand. Right before they start this is when he pops up and, you know. On the roof? Yeah. He he gives kind of like a heart-to-heart. Really like that scene. Although this is is the first time you see potentially there's something to him because he sort of undermines Peter at the end of it, which I really liked. Kind of makes him doubt himself a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay. maybe Because this is right after... Nick Fury blows up on him like, hey, clearly, you know, you're not meant for this because you just tried to kill a kid with a drone. Like, you should not be this way or you even want to be part of this, blah, 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 those things. And you get that sort of sad moment where also he's having to now leave the girl who's finally admitting to him that she actually has feelings for him too. It's not just him trying to. Yeah, but she, we well, know though. Like the. I mean, she was like, "Yeah, let's sit together." As opposed to sitting with the other dude she's been hanging out with. It's Brad. his first thing Brad. of like figuring out, That's like, awesome. "Oh, this may have something." It's right as he has to kind of choose to 
define Nick Fury and sort of be the person the most classic Spider-Man part of this has been yeah. in every Spider-Man movie the entire time when he has to choose to go to work instead of hang out with a girl he likes. So I, I like this scene. Yes, classic Spider-Man. Love it. And then we get the fight scene that we've already kind of talked about. And it's not, not really a good any one. Stakes other than you know this is the first the time you see leaving. the illusion, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Like whoa, because he tries to web the thing and it hits it like a force field. He's like, and it's really out of place. And I liked that a lot because. When you watch it, you don't, you're not like, oh, it's illusion. Like, that was weird. That's all. Mm-hmm. Which I really, really dug this. And that I forgot part about it. Yeah. So it's, it's super, it's super, it's a really cool way to kind of tease it being illusion without giving it away. Um, but once again, the stakes are, they're on a Ferris wheel and the monster, the, the choreography is not particularly good. Another mm-hmm. bad action scene. And that's the main thing is just don't let it get to the Ferris wheel. It'll yeah. get too big. Like, just this one bit of metal is going to do it. It's just, that's the, it. Well, everything's, the, yeah. This is another instance of everything is, is designed specifically to give them this scene, not organically from yeah. what was happening in the movie. So, this is another kind of bummer scene for me. Um, now, the good news is I've been saying lots of bummer scenes, but something happens soon, and then the rest of it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just haven't got there yet. <laughs> so, do we want to go to the bar scene now? Sure. So, we get to the bar, and... We have that kind of nice thing between, you know, Mysterio... And Night Monkey. And, and Night Monkey. <laughs> now he is Night Monkey. Yep, he is now, officially he is Night Monkey officially. now. He is the knockoff Spider-Man the from European here. Knockoff. <laughs> Which is, that's a great, that's a great joke. That's a great joke. I that's not that actually like a like version a of him in the comic books, is it? I don't think so. Because no, I know he's a UK Spider-Man, but it's not Night Monkey. <laughs> Someone made one of those posters for like the Disney Plus and it's like Disney Plus features <laughs> I saw. Monkey. I think I saw either that or a version of that. Because, like, I couldn't remember because he had that little bit of time where he was just 10 different heroes because he just couldn't be Spider-Man. I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think any Monkey of them was were one, but I could be wrong, but I think I would have seen um, that if it was. If they had done Ricochet, it would have been really close because yeah. that costume could have been very Looks similar. Looks very similar, yeah. Um, so, very funny scene. Stuff happens. We get to the bar. So yeah, the bar scene is um, the best scene in the movie. To me. Well, the second best scene in the movie to me. Um, Let's go to a bar. I'm not see, I feel more. the exact opposite about this. Love the bar scene. Think I love the bar scene. Incredible. Um, because, so this is essentially the homecoming vulture scene when Michael Keaton's vulture answers the door. Yeah. That's this movie's version. I knew it was coming. I just didn't know what, what way it was coming. Um, and so, quick recap of the scene. Essentially, uh, they're talking about Edith. And they're bonding some more. He lets what I really thought. I don't know how they did it, but they, he lets Quentin Beck or uh, Jake Gyllenhaal put the glasses on. Looks a lot like Tony. Weirdly, like I don't know if they did his hair different in this scene, but he looks more like Tony than he's ever looked. It's really weird. Um, and then it, you can kind of see it click in his head when he has them on. Like this makes a lot more sense, right? Um, Give this to an adult. He, you know, he. The fact that he says it was uh, they, they phrased it earlier in the movie that it was. For him to like decide where it goes, not necessarily that he has it. This was a cool twist Find on that. Find the next time. Find the next time, man. Um, I do think that they did not have nearly enough time in this movie to establish him making this decision. He's only like talked to this guy twice. Nope. Hadn't done anything to prove himself. Like this was weird. This was uh, that part was weird. It's a sixteen-year-old boy. Yeah. Who has gone through some tough. Some very tough junk, stuff, including disappearing. Who just wants to move on with their life. I mean, I'm not a. 16 year old boy nor was i ever a 16 year old boy but i have been a 16 year old and your thinking is not very i agree i do think if you were 16 you would have gave it to nick fury and not and not and not mysterio i would not have i would not i I would i would trust mysterio over Nick. i mean nick fury was there at the end of the world and has proven himself completely he's also he's at the funeral with iron man and this mysterio guy is brand new his name's mysterio for god's sake don't know anything about him um, it's Fair. just it makes it look really dumb. But um, Nick Fury just yelled at me, and Mysterio gave me a pep talk. 
That's true, but so, the second pep, I don't know. This just felt a little hollow it is, up until that point. And the other part of it is, as soon as he like, as soon as he talks about this thought, I'm like, here we yeah. are. He hasn't this thought through. We did it. It's just really I'm weird. Like, we're scene. done. Yeah, as someone who's going to be bad. Mysterio's bad from the beginning. You're like, crap. You're like, this. This well, is going to be it. I knew it would be that, but I thought I didn't think it would drop right there. I thought he would get it and then do something bad and with him. Like, oh, he's bad. And but, that's why I didn't like this because I thought oh, it was God. a little too just like. I was like, okay, we. I know he made a bad decision. This is bad. And then immediately he's just like, whoa, yeah, I'm bad guy. And I was like, could you have just let oh, it I be? It. So, I feel like no, no, no. That is the worst rating of this. No, scene. to me, that's what it is. And the no, reason why no, you no, see it that way is there's a better way of doing it. Like you were saying, if he had done it in a way to where Spider-Man doesn't realize it, like if he, it, it almost like the scene later on where like it, kind of fake shoots Nick Fury and those kinds of things. If it had happened in that scene and he figures out at that point what's going on, I think the reveal would have been better. But the fact it was so overly like, okay, he's this is it. He's going to be the bad guy now, but how? And then immediately as it was I was literally thinking, as, as, how, as he like immediately goes, I'm the bad guy. We did it. We hate Tony Stark. Here's this why this why. scene's awesome. I love <laughs> it. Specifically. I'd love for you to tell me. No. Here's I'd love why. for you to tell me the otherwise, but because, that's because why it's if bad you did, me. If you did that scene that way, it would look cool, but you would never get Mysterio. Not for any length of time. And Mysterio's a very different character than what we just saw. Mysterio's an ass. He's a pompous. And the reason this scene is awesome is, first of all, that we, I guess, he went into a bar. There's multiple people in the bar. It's a crowded bar. Peter walks out. And people start dropping out of the bar. And it's like at first you're like, wait, wait a minute. And then you then it starts to click. So it's like a gradual. So okay, so he's making an illusion. This is Mysterio, right? But Jake Gyllenhaal is why this scene's awesome. Yes. Because he goes from two drastically different characters. Like you just see him in the same scene without a camera cut, go from this really encouraging guy to just this prick. He's a and theater he's so, kid. He's a theater kid. And then I can't believe they were able to no give you the kids, exposition. I'm a in a way that was didn't feel like exposition. No, it was a They go fun around and way. say, here's all the people from all the movies that are tied into this tech, which already been another movie, and it didn't feel forced. And that is almost impossible to do. No. So the fact that we got the barf technology, the guy from Iron Man 1, the girl, which I don't know if they even went to what her origin was, showed no. those scenes in a monologue that he gives, which is totally Mysterio, while he's acting like such a douche. And like, I'm freaking out at this point. I'm like, I'm so excited. Legit. I'm like, this is him, Jennifer. This is why I wanted to see this movie. He's just this... I'm gonna ah, uh, just such a such a douche, and he's so so well played. This is the best acting part in the entire movie. His switch from being cool to to being to being a prick. And yeah, but this is like villain number seven of Tony Stark slightly hurt my feelings a long time ago. So now yeah. I'm gonna kill a bunch of. This people. time they have a support group. And yeah, exactly. And this kind of is the support group. It's just a bunch of people that Tony screwed over, right? And this is why I think this is such a great capstone to to phase three because the whole time I'm thinking, why is this not a phase four movie? This makes sense. This is the end of Iron Man story. This is the last thing Iron Man should hopefully have too much to do with anything. And if you prolong this scene, if you have, first of all, if you have Spider-Man figure it out, then it takes away Mysterio's uh, threat. Like it takes away his threat um, because Mysterio needs to be ahead of the game. Uh, if you, if you're a fan of Mysterio in the comics, like he really, really is a successful bad guy against both Daredevil and Spider-Man multiple times. Uh, and then, of course, we'll learn at the end that he's super successful. Again, a different way. We'll get to that later. Yep. But this scene, I'm so glad we got a Mysterio grand plan, you know, ego boost, 
play, a, a coordinated attack of people with different tech, with tech we've already established. It's so good. I love this scene. I um, loved it. And it was not as, as as impactful as the Vulture scene. The Vulture scene was astonishing in the first one because mm. nobody sees that coming. And if you're a Mysterio fan, you know this is coming at some point. But specifically the Jake Hall performance because he plays two different characters in the same mm-hmm. scene. I thought the scene was awesome. So it's not that I didn't like this scene. I think it's because I heard so much beforehand how great the chemistry was between Spider-Man and Mysterio that they literally had like a friendship and bromance and stuff like that. Not a bromance, that, romance. That, I know, <laughs> I saw that interview too. Um, but it's the fact of, I felt like I didn't really get that up to this point. I felt like they were reaching something. And this scene beforehand, before he gives the glasses, I felt was a good lead up to something like that. Um, so... I don't know if I could have moved it to another area, but a lot of me wanted to see more of that so it would hit harder. And I felt like it didn't hit me as hard as it was supposed to. His transition, as you were saying, yeah, so absolutely good. fantastic. God, so it is good. the best thing it could have done to show he has been acting this whole great scene. I love like exactly how you said it was the best it could have been for Mysterio and those kinds of things. I just I wanted more before this hit. I think it would have been pointless to keep going on. We all knew he was a bad guy. And, like, how much well, longer are you going to milk that? Like, um, just, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say just reveal it already, but, like, I think that was a good time. There was no point in putting it off any longer. Hunter, so, you, you chimed in there when she said we all knew he was a bad guy as if maybe you didn't. So um, I, I know Mysterio to be a bad guy, but I've also like don't follow comics and such. So uh, like during Captain Marvel, when uh, was it Scroll? Yeah. They turned out to be actually good. That I, was just a twist for everybody. Yeah. So <laughs> I, comics I, either. I, I know it was too soon after that, but I also kind of like had a moment of like, oh, maybe like he is not the bad guy in this. Um, where was that? Where was that for you? Right here? Yes. Yeah, so uh, it was mainly just the entire part up to this point. I okay. was literally when, as soon as like the door was closing for, for like Peter leaving the bar, I was like, he's either going to be like, wow, I have this like power now in this I world. I have a son now. Right. Or he's going to just immediately like burst out into like a villain montage type thing. And yeah, monologue. So how Sorry. Did you, how did you feel not knowing? How does it feel to see that? Like, I'm curious to see. Like, I can't imagine not knowing that he's like the villain that he is. Well, I mean, like, I knew that he was going to probably be a villain. Like, I know that he is a villain. Um, just knowing how that things have not always followed the comics per se. It's it was kind of a moment of like, hey, I this could he could not be a villain here. So just. Because I, I kind of liked him being that, like, energetic, like, o- kind of, like, opposite of Nick Fury in this, in a way. I liked that, too. Um, I thought he did the hero thing really well in this, the first part. I just, yeah. there wasn't, the writing wasn't particularly interesting between the two of them. Uh, but the mm-hmm. chemistry was certainly there as, like, a mentor, mentee type thing. So, I did like that. Um, Alex, you said you you liked you liked the timing of it, right? Yeah, that's what I you said. Okay, that's what I thought. Like, like, I, I agree that if they were going to do the reveal of him being a villain, this was the time to do it. Yeah, if it had been a better, and I, I, I definitely see what you're saying, Race, in terms of like, if if they did have a script that got them a little bit closer bonded, then I think in a different movie than maybe later would be. However, I did I did like that we got a good solid forty five minutes of bad Mysterio, just as a as a selfish Mysterio yeah. fan, I really enjoyed that part. Oh no, bad Mysterio was terrific. That that was the best part. That is 
probably the best part of this to me, just simply because I feel like his character just it gets fantastic once we figure it's it out. One of the scariest villains. And when I said from uh, earlier in my review that it's a six out of ten movie and a ten out of ten movie, it's it's a six up to this point, and then after the turn, it becomes a ten out of ten. It becomes really good. Um, this also is. Um, I've said it multiple times on multiple podcasts that there are uh, many of the MCU versions are the best versions of these characters. I think it's the best version of Iron Man, Captain America, um, m- many of them. And this is another one to me. Um, this is the best version of Mysterio. Uh, the tech super makes sense, right? In the comics, it's, it's, uh, he has a little bit of magic he does, but it's mostly like special effects from movie stuff. But like, what does that even mean, right? Well, nowadays, we have special effects movies that are this good, and we have drones that are that good. So like, um, it just felt a little bit sci-fi not not crazy and seeing him with like the motion capture stuff on yeah. was really rad uh the fact that it was a whole team of people putting on a production is so cool yeah. i loved everything about what mysterio was it's um, coming out of Endgame. i'm very happy to see like a more like it, i realistic. mean yeah it's, it's a human bad guy yeah. instead of someone from like another world or another dimension or you know whatnot so does everybody agree that mysterio rocks yes, yes. agree is deserving of being like a favorite yeah. bad guy so good Hundred percent. I want to punch him in his pretty teeth. And Spider-Man is two for two, MCU Spider-Man of really good bad guys, and they're not the ones we saw before. The fact that we got a Vulture that's awesome and a Mysterio that's awesome, I would have bet money we would have never got a Mysterio movie. Period. And if we did, it would be like number six in the Sinister Six, and he's barely in the movie for a minute. But the fact that we've got two kick-ass Spider-Man villain movies makes me really happy. Yeah. So, what goes on after this? I know there's some like little plot points that happen. Like after this is when him and MJ pretty immediately figured yeah. out. Well, um, before that, even MJ is like, "You're Spider Man." Which I which I love that. I loved her confidence, and then when he does confirm it, her lack of confidence. Yeah, like, I oh thought that God. was so well done. Like you're not messing with me, are you? Because she's like, "Wait a minute!" Like I, I said that all confident because, but I'm not. Like I wasn't sure. Like this is this is freaky. I loved her her performance in that instant was. Uh, Everything about this MJ you need to know. A lot of what she does is put on. And, and then, I loved that. Yeah, so basically getting up to this point, it was um, him getting back to the hotel, uh, the teachers. Finding out that the, the trip is canceled. Yeah, te- yeah. and uh, an important note here for later is that um, I believe he came up with the lie that he was going to be staying with some relatives. And yes, yeah. yes, that's right. So just so that... Because I thought it was kind of odd that, you know, Spider-Man showing up here, where's Peter the entire time? And then I remembered that afterwards, so that's right, just pointing that's that out. The part in here that was really neat was even, like, his reaction to, like, her knowing he was Spider-Man. He's like, is this the whole reason you've been paying attention yeah. to me? Yeah, that was sad. I just, <laughs> just want to protect my baby. Boy. I want to protect both of them. I love both these characters so I much. Do. This MJ's my favorite MJ by mom. I like MJ I, You know me. I've, I've stated it before. I hate Mary Jane. I don't, I'm not a big Mary Jane guy myself, I but this version's Mary Jane, rad. But this Mary, this MJ, ride or die, dude. Uh, <laughs> and then we get our reveal uh, for them at least that Mysterio is not what he seems. Yeah, which is yeah, she finds that she's the one that figures it out, which is yep. awesome. Well, she's the one that finds it, not figures it out because she just knows that together. it's covered in Spider-Man's webs. Yeah, um, that's the whole reason it seems like she grabbed it. And I like, he grabs it and it sets the button off. Mm-hmm. And I like pretty quickly on you quickly realize Mysterio is willing to kill these kids quickly. Like he, the ruthlessness is, is there very immediately quickly. after he like figures out what's going on. Like, why is my hand doing this? Yeah. And I love the, um, him like orchestrating his people and getting like, mm-hmm. he is the boss of these people. Like he's threatening them. Like everything about the warehouse, seeing them practice him for this big reveal. It felt like, uh, it felt like a, a theater. It, 
production mm. practice. Like it felt really. It's, ah, it's that's just, the tech rehearsal. It's perfect. It pretty much is tech and costume. I mean, tech rehearsal. and dress rehearsal. It asserts himself as the head honcho because <laughs> literally at the end he's like. He's like, are you messing with me right now? And has the drone like fly over and like point the laser at the dude and everyone else. Like, so, and he's a guy it running becomes, the drones. Like, yeah, it becomes very less like, this is us together going up against Star. It's very much like, y'all all just work for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, the, we all have the same thing, but I'm the, the main one. Yeah, well, the it's because <laughs> even though he's not the one really, con- he at the end of the day is the one controlling the drones because he's the only one that. At that point, yeah. he has Edith, so he's extremely yeah. controlling the drones. But she was saying, like, the dude on the computers is the one controlling Contr- He's yeah. the one making, like, the stuff for him. Like, yeah. he's the one who controls, like, the like the effects of it, but who's ultimately controlling the drones at the end day is him. Yeah. Yeah. If he point, wanted he to, there's is, nothing yeah. he can do on his know, computer to stop just... him. But it's cool. It's cool that he... Yeah, um, it's a two-part thing. Yeah, that guy's, that guy's instrumental for this to work, and he's scared enough to stay. Did that was that like an exact shot from Iron Man one? Or it was they the like... it was the clip from Iron Man one. They confirmed okay. it was the exact same clip and the same actor oh, for sure, which is even even cooler. Uh, I'm just glad that the barf stuff was used again specifically uh, because mm. I thought that tech was really cool. And then nothing happened with it, and that was the point of the scene. I did this great thing, and nobody did anything with it. Just used it for self therapy, which is awesome. Um, it reminds me of the Ultron thing about adamantium, mm. the strongest metal in the world, and used to make a frisbee. Like I love villains who take down the heroes a couple notches and make him kind of realize how ridiculous some of the stuff that we watch is. Uh, but yeah, that, that was great. Um, I don't want to spend too much time, more time on the rest of the movie because I feel like it's just a bunch of good stuff from here on out. Very much so. Um, I will say now my favorite scene of the movie is the mysterious Spider-Man fight. Yeah. When it's all illusion. That mm. is, I'll, I'll lean over once again to Jennifer um, and said that this is, this is a comic book. This is just a comic book on the screen. It's exactly mm-hmm. the, every Mysterio comic I've ever read. It's Spider-Man changing locations and seeing things from his past and different costumes. You don't know what's real. Um, all that was great. It broke my heart. Um, the train reveal Ugh. was brutal. And to him watch. like climbing up and you seeing like the blood on. It looks pretty rough him. at this point. It looks pretty rough. This, at this point. like this scene, you know, you compared the reveal to the Vulture reveal. Yeah. This is like the him getting crushed by the building yeah and i think yeah, i think this scene is i think the mysterio illusion is better than the vulture fight yeah so this is where the movie is a little bit better than the I, last the, this was and i was so like i kept on i was like i want a tony stark cameo and i was like and you Here, got it the, that was i awesome. was like there's gonna be two ways one of two ways that tony stark's gonna appear in this either he's gonna be the ai or Mysterio's going to make an illusion of Tony and talk to him. And this was not how I expected that illusion to happen. Zombie Iron Man, Tony. Zombie Iron Man. They specifically said that it was inspired directly from the way the art from Marvel Zombies is. Because it looks the same as half the face. So that was really a cool nod for comic fans for sure. And then the jail scene of just like the dude just standing there like, yeah, spider monkey. Yeah, that was... that was skipped ahead. But, uh... And the fact that he knew his illusion, but still went after MJ when he yeah, it's just it's so god, it's so good. And this that, scene was, that was the best way they could have done Mysterio my, illusions. Yeah, this this is at this point I'm like this is Mysterio I've always wanted in terms of his personality, his powers, the execution of his powers. This is everything I've and ever wanted from Mysterio. This has I think this is going to set up a lot in the future. I think like, it potentially could. I think Peter Parker has been screwed over multiple times because of how trusting he is to other yeah. people. And this is just really messed up with him mentally. Like, later when, after the big climax, he's like, Edith, is this real? Like, and when he saw yeah. Happy, he's like, are you real? Like, he's, it needs he's to, scarred for life. It needs now, to wear you know? on him. Um, 
Yes, Hunter. Uh, I was just going to say, I thought the best part of the illusion, like him just kind of going back and forth between things, like that was cool and everything. So cool, yeah. Like, it's like you're, you're getting to him, and now he knows it's an illusion. But when it stops and it shows him getting shot by Nick yes. Fury, like, and then it immediately just like picks back up right after that. It's just yes. like, oh, shoot. Because I thought in my head, this is probably still an illusion. And then they let it play out a little longer. I'm like, right. okay, we're back to real. And then, no, it, we, we weren't, which is, which is like, so they, good. They, that was too early to be killing him off. There's no and way. And so, an anticlimactic way to yeah. do it. Right. However, often in the comics, this, uh, Mysterio is very Joker-like. Once you get to him physically, he ain't nothing. So it would have made sense. Uh, but it would have been weird to give that to... I thought there, I thought there would have yeah. been like some sort of like backup or something. Yeah. Um, but just yeah. just that it like started brilliant. like back right after that. Um, I just man, I love Mysterio so much. Like that um, entire scene, I think was actually one of the better ones. That, that that the best like, movie to me. His, I think that makes him one of the most terrifying villains. He's, yeah, he's that he can just mess with your mind. And he's like a that. ruthless bad person. He's yeah. a bad. He's, he's a piece ready of to garbage. Kill, those kids. kill kids and just to, so that people will think he's cool, essentially. And that is like Quentin back to a T, man. Yeah. Like that that part with Nick Fury was literally like, "Who else did you tell?" And he's just like, "Oh, I told so and so." It's like, "Thank they you." They may I, have told. I mean, literally, like, getting, we don't even know if Betty knows, yeah, but he's ready to kill. But Betty. literally, giving him a kill list, like. Tricking you to give me, and a he kind of realizes it near the end too, which oh, is kind of neat. You, you, it's a rough um, place for Peter to be yeah. mentally. Yeah. Like yeah. this movie at this point baby. is excellent. This movie well, has become the entire excellent. time. He's her. also been told like by Fury, like you don't know what you're doing. Like yeah. the entire time he's been doing bad. And then you can see it at the end as he like talks about like, and he may have told Bay. He just you just kind of see it go. I did it again. Yeah. And yeah. after this, um, I'm just gonna skip to happy. That's like what I would get do. happy. I think I'd be the, um, the good, the good and thing. that that part between them, like, because you can tell he's kind of just he's there, like he's he's back to being what he was for Tony, like yeah. he's just like he's like get on, he's stitching him up, and then they both kind of have that moment of like he's like you're not Iron Man, because even at that point he's even like Tony stitching him up, wasn't he's like good enough for Iron Man, like, like it became that bigger line's than great. he was. And the, this is a, a part for me that's that's very split because. Once again, I hate him using the Iron Man tech stuff. It just makes him look like a second-hand Iron Man. It's really convenient that you've got a suit-making thing and you're playing. This is just such a weird thing. Ooh. Such a weird thing. However, the moment between Happy and Peter is awesome. But once again, it's like, I'm going to set up all these things in the movie so I can make this moment. But the, the setup kind of betrays the character. And I don't like that. But the way he even moves his hand is the same way Tony does in the armor. And then when Happy looks on... That, to me, more than the dialogue, him looking on and seeing exactly the same mannerisms Tony did, not Parker trying to mimic him, just naturally, and he almost cries, that is a beautiful scene. I'm like, is it worth it for that scene? I don't know. Is it, I, isn't Peter beautiful. even wearing a black shirt in this scene? He, I yes, think he, he is, was. Actually. It's yeah, very, so very li- similar. Literally, I, the entire time I was just thinking, they're, Young just, Tony. They're, they're just making it look like Tony, or making but him I, look I think like Tony. I could, love Led Zeppelin. But how much cooler would this scene have been? <laughs> time to edit the movie, right? Had instead of going to the jet, they had gone to um, like a makeshift lab or shield lab, and he starts figuring out what do I need to put on my suit, and then Happy sees him in a cheap lab with cheap parts, putting something together in his suit so that he can like that would be even more powerful because not this is not a kid who has access to billion dollar technology. This is another kid like Tony, right? Um, and I Tony think that Stark did better. this with a pile of scraps. And how much better in this specific movie because we just saw that part. Yep. It sets up a perfect version of the yeah. scene that they didn't do. So and hopefully I this is the last time that they do this. I understand that. I think it's almost fine how they did it to me 
Because that means that's another not. like set piece. That's another thing you kind of said. Then you have to get them back on the plane, and that's the part that wouldn't make the and good transitions to me. And it's a time, time crunch, crunch, but I mean easily. So that, Fury stuff that next part door. plays out fine to me. For me, but I I'm liked so it specifically. Stuff. So sick of it. For I like it specifically because it's it's what I want. I get I get where you're coming from. Yeah. The fact of it's him using Iron Man stuff, but for I me, think it's be been great if they weren't on a time crunch. Yeah. That part would have been great if but that's without the their time decision crunch. In the but movie. yeah, they could have true. Said, it's yeah. an additional hour. Um, um, but yeah, but for me, the reason this works so much for me personally, mm-hmm. um, because I I kind of ignored like that would have been great if they had done it. But with what we have, think about the three suits he wears in this movie. Aside from the makeshift suit that he makes that is in the uh, vision. Um, aside from that, the three suits he actually wears in here up until this point have all just been given to him. They were Tony made, made for him. Tony yep. made him or S.H.I.E.L.D. made him. It's all been what they wanted Spider-Man to be, ultimately. Yeah. And this was him looking through what they had of his and what Tony had kind of come up with. And Making his own. even though it was him using Start Tech, yes, he modified everything to the point where it was what he wanted but more, and that's the part i like is that because is awesome but that makes him iron man specifically it makes him specifically iron man i'm using your tech and now i'm gonna build an iron suit like that that that's too much they're so close to having perfect mm-hmm. now from take out that part the design of the suit is awesome fantastic it's maybe my it. favorite spider-man suit. i don't know it is to me i love it the white spider is weird probably uh, you like more? it better than yeah. Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2? I, I, I know that one's closer. your favorite. Alex, Amazing Spider-Man 1. Alex, maybe you need closer to your mic. It's going to sound weird. So, um, I, I super enjoyed it because that's the part I love is the fact of show how smart Peter is. And they have done did that a few times in this. In the first one, they did a little bit of showing that he made his web fluid and yeah. some smaller things. But in He's this one, it was school. ultimately like him yeah. going like, take this part bump up this voltage, Academic make it do this, and then when we get to the fight scene next where we see, see why he and, wants to do this. And, but with the way they did it, it looked like he was creating from like a creative character in a game. Yeah. But these are pre-made parts from a pre-made thing. Like that, This was the opportunity to lose the Iron Man thing. Have He lost Edith. He left you everything you had. You lost that. Now you've got to be Spider-Man. And they didn't let him do it. And now I'm afraid they're not going to let him do it. Um, and I'm going to say something in a minute at the end of the movie that makes me fear for the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because of the same thing. However, I do say, I do totally agree the fact that he gets to design his first actual suit that's actually cool is awesome. Uh, and, and the moments with Happy, if we're going to go this way, almost make it worth it for me. And I'm somebody yes. who's... I, I, I definitely get where you're coming from because it's, it's literally just Iron Man with a spider logo. You know, yeah, and that's weird. Just and that's on weird it. To me. Like, I love the fact that it went back to the standard suit. It was cloth-based. As yeah. opposed to being like the iron spider, it's not the nanites, which is whatever. It it's still like stronger than claws. I'm, I'm, so, I'm very happy to not see like a shiny metallic yeah, Spider-Man anymore. Is it supposed so, to be like the same material as Tony's track suit in Infinity War? I think it's supposed to be the same material as his original Homecoming suit, basically. Yeah. Um, just a little bit stronger so, than that. We get to the fight scene next, which is much. rad. It's amazing. It's really we see why scene. he wanted the voltage up. He made his own stuff like making the gadgets and stuff work was really good. We got to see for the comic book viewers, the original like web glider things, which, which was, awesome. was dope. Which is in homecoming as well, which is um, cool. Uh, I do think that once this, this fight scenes are awesome, but choreography wise, it's not as a matter of fact, there's not anybody who's done choreography in the Marvel cinematic universe. Well, except for the Russos. And that scares me. Mm-hmm. 
literally every movie they've done it's been awesome and nobody else has hit it uh, once again throwing back to the old Rami movies the, the choreography was great in those movies 2 and 3 had really good fights 3 not a great movie obviously but parts of it were but nothing in this and I hope the Mysterio ending would have nothing gets close to like train level in this mm-hmm. whole movie and I really thought this last Mysterio fight had a chance to it doesn't however the resolution of this fight is awesome the way it actually ends is fantastic so do we want to talk about the stuff leading up to the point where he catches Mysterio no, nah, we'll just talk Ghost Tracer. So, That's fine. Because I don't think the Nick Fury stuff even is important. It's and, not really. I mean, yeah, he not. Happy finds the kids. They get stuck. Yeah. There, some funny, some moments. funny moments. Him throwing the shield can't do um, it. That's funny. funny part. Happy, happy confesses his love for me. Happy Which was also Nick didn't Fury. like, because immediately those kids know who Spider-Man is. It's weird. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, you see them know. in public. Oh, crap. It's Peter. That's a weird. Once again, like using the story, like, let me put everything together to get this joke. It's like, don't sacrifice. That joke could be funny with just him and uh, Zendaya. Or MJ, sorry. Uh, that the, you don't have to do this. Don't sacrifice your the integrity of your story for a joke. This movie does a lot. It bothers me. I like how they found the kids uh, by watching the live stream of the other yeah. guy from yep. Flash, the yeah. Flash Mob, which I thought was an awesome name for his, I, I, his I followers. Feel so bad for Flash in this movie. Flash is an a hole, but I do feel bad for like, him. Uh, you get why he is for with sure. With Edith uh-huh. te- reading the text messages thing, he's like texting his mom. He's like, "Hey, haven't heard from you in a while." So sad. Like, and then when they pick them up at the airport, and his family's not there for like, oh, oh could it mom or dad not make it? Yeah, it explains. Yeah, it explains everything. Mm-hmm. So, we get to it. He takes, uh, and he, we get the Peter Tangle, the spider scent scene of him getting through all. Peter the Tangle was a great joke the entire movie. Um, that never got old. So yeah. that was absolutely fantastic. Like they kind of hinted at the spider sense a little bit in Infinity War. Yes, Infinity War. Yes, and in this one they're going. They went fully on it because they didn't want to be a big deal in the first movie. I like that they kind of went a little bit more into this one. I think I read an interview with the director saying that he wanted him to grow into it. Yeah. So it'll become even more powerful as it goes. And I think that's a great idea. Because it's kind of a cheat button. Mm -hmm. So let him grow into it. And I think they kind of, in a way, implied the whole, like, I know in some of the comics, his spider sense doesn't go off around people he trusts yeah and so that's why cool. like when aunt may threw the, the banana, banana which is great he, she's like great you can dodge bullets but not banana like it's because there's no reason to be afraid there's no reason to be, so that might explain why he wasn't getting any spider sense from Mysterio from back at the beginning yep. and the, the end it does work because he yeah. catches the not catches the bullet but catches the gun or something yeah does, oh, he catches the bullet does he catch the bullet yep okay he did something really rad so he does that um and then of course the big thing happens where they just like spam with all the stuff and Beck gets shot fakes it spider-man knows he fakes it everybody else is like cut the cut the cut illusion the, he's yeah. like no trust me keep the illusion brilliant so we don't know why yet, yeah we don't know brilliant so that happens and especially the line he says where he's like people will see what i want them to see yeah so that the what's really interesting we haven't talked about it yet the, a huge thing of this movie is fake news mm-hmm. which is weird it's very going on right now in the you know greater the greater world uh but the big theme is the fact that people are going to believe what they want to believe uh, and you really can't trust anybody. Everything's mm-hmm. fake news. Like, you don't know who to trust. Uh, of course, that's going to be a huge deal later. But as of right now, I thought that was a great last word. Like, last words for him, for sure, was that. Um, and then uh, after he he's, uh, quote-unquote, dead, dead, he confirms that with uh, Edith. But I uh, think there's a possibility he's not. Totally In illusion. a sad way, too. Totally just like Yeah. The whole like, there's nothing going on right now, Peter. He Even had he Edith doesn't want for to. For a while too, he could have had. Yeah, Edith. so I think there's a 100 percent chance that this is part of the illusion. This like the 
this was his get his getaway part of the illusion. I can't win where I'm at. I'll fake my own death and get out of here and regroup because I, I do think they're going to build to the Sinister Six. Why have both the Vulture and Scorpion show up at the end of Homecoming if you're not building to the Six and you need to use all six you can? So I don't think he's dead. Uh, and it makes Mysterio even more awesome if mm. he got out of here. Um, but that still was a really well done scene and kind of makes it kind of brings it home to Peter how realistic like the stakes are. Like uh, this guy just got killed from this. So really, so, really dug that. That was that. Um, and then we get back home. Oh, I want to touch on something yeah, okay. just real quick. Um, there wasn't any type of like transfer of Edith back to Peter, right? He, no, he, he just he just put him back on. It was like, welcome back, Peter. Yeah. That that's the one thing that kind of re- re- like redeems Tony in this is just like he he knew that like this was going to happen. Either that, or he just has like a, a list of registered users. <laughs> yeah, so I guess both of them can use yeah. it, both Peter or him, because um, he also wish- never took away his command of Edith either. Uh, and that's why like, it could be Mysterio could really show up in a big way later. I, I was hoping Edith was going to get destroyed. Yeah. Me too. It, 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 like, it was just get like this the whole, there's still a possibility. Totally. Uh, in the next movie even. Yeah. It was just like the whole like transfer ownership that they did. I would assume, him, I assume Peter lost all privileges to Edith. Probably so. So yeah. when he puts them back on it, it's like, it's like a fail safe. Yeah. If the, Peter's the, in here and you can confirm Tony it. Tony was like, maybe he'll want Edith back one day, but you know, yeah. maybe he won't actually he may try give to it kill up. a kid, you know? So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I agree with that for sure. <laughs> so Wish there's a, the next thing we get is them coming back home, which is, you know, we see the thing with Flash and his not parents. Betty and um, Ned break up. Betty and Ned have already broken up uh, because they're more mature now and they know so things. Cute. And you and you it. remember the adventure um, and all those kinds of things. And we get back and have the really weird conversation of Happy and Aunt Man. May and how that relationship is when it, she so doesn't really think him. it is. I feel like we we, we should have glossed over the the MJ scene at the yeah. end with Peter. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, where the, they that they was the up. most authentic teenage first kiss yes. I've ever seen mm-hmm. in a movie. It starts off Chast as a peck. It's a little bit more, and then it never gets too heavy. I, it was just completely innocent. I know that I loved they're, that they're both twenty something. Yeah. But this, like, watching it, like, especially when the chick was like, oh, take off your clothes, Peter. I was like, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, it's creepy, right? And These you should have. You should have. are 16-year-olds, but they in real life, off. they're, like, 23. But I'm yeah, like, they, they're they 16 read very year young, Which is good. Uh, but, yeah, that, that, that best. But I don't want to see, like, heavy making out. My favorite, my favorite romance, I guess, in MCU was this one. Like, I really felt earned over these two movies. Really yeah. felt earned. I can't wait to like, where they go next with it. Uh, but, yeah, then they get to where you were at. We there. get to where we're at, and... Peter flies her around. It's Not so yet. cute. Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought it was post-credit scene when he flies her around. Nope. No. Uh, uh, it is. It is a post-credit, post-credit scene. scene. He does it not is. do that before the post-credit. Yeah. You, you don't see him in New York until the post-credit scene. So you don't... So the you thing see him between him and... To him between Happy, Happy and, and Aunt May, that's before the credits. Um, I, I, forget what the, I forget what the title hits on. I forget what the last thing that happens is. Do you remember? I could have sworn it was them like starting to swing around in New York. It, I don't. Think I think it is. I think it's forward. when he think, lands. Yeah, he lands the, to pick her up. Yeah, the post credit scene with them in New York is, is like as they're off. like coming off of like swinging around. New but York. But all of the swing is in that post credit scene. No, Mm-mm. I think it is. They're doing the swinging, and then 
I think they're right that the post credit scene starts as they land. Yeah, it's as they're coming back because he like drops her off. And What's weird is I remember thinking that's so news. weird they're doing the, the PS4 swing in a post credit scene because it's the almost exact same swing yep. from before. Uh, I'll have to go back and look. You could be right. I, so, I'm not saying I'm right for sure. But. Either way, it happens and then we get probably the... So he picks her up mm-hmm. pre-credit and they start. Yes. And they just go off. When does it go off? Uh... In like just in the sky. Yeah, I think okay. it ends with like her like freaking out and you freaking get the out is definitely in the post credit. And then they land she, and she's like, I never want to do that again. Yeah, that. Yeah. The, and the, yeah, then the we outs. get the. There was another post credit scene before that. Is no, no, no. no, no. This, this this is, is the, the first, first one. one. This is okay, the first so one. we get that. It's been a while. Yeah. And yeah. we start to long. see all the news from what happened in Europe, and they're yeah, talking so about how much of a hero. Quentin Beck Mysterio. This is. is my favorite part of the movie. This is the best part of the movie. Uh, and it's not the reveal. It's who is J.K. Simmons playing yeah. J. Jonah. Like, I mean, that's... Of every person we've ever said, this is a great casting. Nobody has ever been casted more perfect than J.K. Simmons in Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Like, it was always perfect. Uh, they're just doing the Spider-Man PS4 version. Yep. It's just uh, Daily Bugle is not a newspaper. It is a uh, radio show. <laughs> it is like a Alex Jones-type conspiracy theory-type show, which is awesome. Um very easily, very easy to prove that Mysterio is bad, but it does not matter in our current climate. It doesn't matter what the truth is. As long as one crazy person believes it and puts out his message, enough people are going to to believe it to cause it to yep. cause a stir. So that we get that we, we get, get that. that he's real, and the fact that Peter Parker is yeah, Spider Man. The, the biggest thing is, I think, because the, the people are. I feel like Nick Fury or someone's going to be able to be like, no, he's yeah. Regardless of that, if they pick but or not, it's Peter now Parker. Out. Has been outed as Spider-Man, and which has never happened in the movies, which is huge. Um, that's the big. And what is what is the way out, right? What is the way out of this? Um, is there a way out? Do you, is I he think just there's a way out of the he's a murderer part, but I don't think there's a way out of this is because especially with all the schoolmates, think, it adds up too much now. Yeah, but there's I mean you get you get your you get Doctor Strange involved, you start getting some some the right Scarlet characters involved, Witch. and you, you can undo this pretty easily. Um, but will they? But will they? What is the story they want to tell And next? I think it kind of makes sense, too, because, you know, in the MCU, his first appearance was in Civil War. In yeah. the comics, Civil War, one of the big things was that the, Peter Parker yeah, reveals that, that he is Spider-Man. They didn't do that, obviously, in this Civil War, but I think it could be a permanent thing. I have a weird theory, and I hope it's not right because I don't think he's worthy of this. Um, that Scorpion might be the villain in the next one because he really wanted to know who Peter Parker was, and he might take the Kingpin role that was in Back From in Black. Black. Back in Black. Uh, but I want that to be Kingpin because mm-hmm. Vincent D'Onofrio really wants to reprise that role in a film. Give it to him. Nobody cares. It was on Netflix. Just let him be Kingpin. Don't reference the, the Daredevil show. Um, Do you think we'll get a Green Goblin? Absolutely. Oh, because we have a, our first tease of it is in the really? post credits. Yeah. Uh, and they digitally edited this in the post. So in the post scene, it said Osborne. He, he flies by Avengers Tower and it says Osborne Tower. As oh, Osborne had that. purchased. You didn't see that. They <gasps> edited because they, they the first weekend of like the test screenings, that was in the post credit scene. And the response, they didn't like the response. So they edited it and it says, you won't believe what's coming next. So obviously it is Osborne. They didn't just want to completely reveal that yet. Uh, but yeah, he does swing by the Avengers Tower and it says, you won't believe what's coming next. So it's got the, the what you're supposed to infer is that Osborne's purchased that tower. Uh, there's already huge rumors that Dark Avengers is going to be in this phase, if that is. Ooh. Um, I'm there's super stoked for that. There's a lot of stuff you have to that. set up first, but. No, because it, it won't be, will not be the same Do you think crew. it'll be Norman? Norman Osborne will still be over it, but it won't be Venom. Iron it won't Patriot, be, won't be Wolverine. No, I mean, none of, those yeah, none of those. It'll be a totally different crew. Um, but I feel like you need, 
I'm not sure they have enough cool characters to pull it off with villain wise who were alive unless the Sinister Six is is that. Unless maybe he tries to pull off the fact that Mysterio was a hero and builds his life. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do in this world. And that's the one thing I've loved so much, so far about these MCU movies is that they have not adapted comic books. They haven't done a co- movie version of the comic book. They've just completely reconceptualized mm. these comics. Civil War is nothing like Civil War. Nope. Um, Thanos, nothing like Thanos. And I hope that... The scrolls. Nothing like the not scrolls. Not at all. Like- and nothing... Um, and the Sinister Six is, I would assume, be the same way. And Dark Avengers will be the same way. It'll be rooted in this world, in this history. Um, yeah, and I'm super pumped for that. But now there's one more scene. <laughs> one more post-credit scene. One more post-credit scene, and it's the reveal that Nick Fury and Mariah Hill have not been Nick Fury and Mariah Hill this entire time. Yeah. Uh, they were the scrolls from... Uh, Specifically those. Talos and what was the girl's name? I always forget. It's his wife. Yeah, but- like, which I, I love both of them. Wish they could figure out a way to make them not sound like they're talking through a prosthetic. Because yeah. it's hard to understand what they're saying. And I'm glad they're doing prosthetics. I would, I would take the weird voice over CGI because it yes. looks way better. However, fix it. <laughs> You've got the money and to Nick fix it. Nick Fury this. just laying on like a fake beach on like their new planet thing. I was bummed when it was Nick Fury. I was, I'm still in the whole conspiracy that Tony Stark is alive and him and his family have gone underground. Nah, I think that would make him not less heroic. Um, I don't I, don't I think, was hoping it would be Tony. I believe that this is... So everybody has theories of what... Everybody assume jump straight to Secret Invasion. I don't, I don't think this is Secret Invasion. I don't think nope. they're even hinting towards that. I think only... Re, all this was showing is S.W.O.R.D. Like, the, that's all this was. This is just Nick Fury, and this is... Now there's an official S.W.O.R.D. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we're going to do a lot more alien-type stuff. Yeah. Uh, it would lead to more, like, um, Captain Marvel-type movies. Um, See, I just thought it was, like, uh-huh, this funny like I and it was a it funny really, thing but i think it um and i don't think it really set up much i think it, it, set, it sets up the fact that the scroll and they're obviously they Still say they working. say in the car that there's a cree early in the movie they say that there's a cree uh underground force or whatever so yeah. that's sort of set up the cree scroll war cree scroll war more uh, but i think more than anything it just sets up there's going to be way more of an intergalactic presence in the mcu which is good um but going back to that thing I said earlier, which is uh, my fear for the MCU going forward. Um, I'm tired of Nick Fury. I'm tired of Maria Hill. The scrolls, Talos and the other one were cool, but the scrolls, I haven't thought about them a lot since Captain Marvel. And there's nothing like, now that Endgame's over with, my huge connection to that universe is has lessened. It is not what it was. Um, people aren't talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. You notice that? It's selling really well, but but like it didn't even trend on Twitter when it came out, which is I crazy. I read something that Marvel and Disney may lose their rights to Spider-Man if this doesn't do well enough. Yeah, and the good news is it did. It did incredible numbers. It did well, but it did not trend. And that has now become almost as important um, as, as the actual dollar amount. Um, a great great version of that is the DC movies did a lot of money, but they just weren't talked about after they came out. Uh, it's not in the public consciousness of a lot, enough to, you know, to become merchandise sales. Uh, and this is, unfortunately for me as a Spider-Man fan, um, when they brought out Spider-Man in Civil War, he was perfect. He was perfect. And the further he gets away from the Russos, the less like Spider-Man I want that he is, that, that he's remained, right? The first suit Tony makes for him, he makes him, he makes for him because his suit doesn't look good and that he has too much input coming in. So all it has is glasses that kind of shrink down. That's it. In Civil War, that's all he made for him. Okay, cool. You don't have any kind of budget. I've got a budget. Here's a suit that closes her eyes so you can, you can control your senses. Don't worry. We have money. And then as soon as we get to Homecoming, he has AIs and robots and all kinds of crap. Now, when the Russos were over him, 
He was perfect. And the Russos aren't there anymore. You're losing every single thing that was vital to the MCU becoming what it become. Because phase one culminates in Avengers. Everybody loves that. Then it gets shaky for a minute, right? Until the Russos with Civil War, I'm sorry, with Winter Soldier start to build something a little bit bigger. And that has, that has become the MCU. Phase one was phase one. That's a separate thing. Three separate movies. Can we do them all together? Awesome. Avengers is great. And then it is lost in the weeds for a minute until the Russos figure it out. And now that the Russos are gone, I am, for the first time, concerned about, about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Even though this movie was great, and I think it's a either bottom of the top-tier Marvel or top of mid-tier Marvel. It's very, very good. Uh, by no means is it one of the worst ones. I thought it was a lot better than Captain Marvel, and I like Captain Marvel a good bit. Um, but I am sort of concerned. Maybe they peaked it. What does anybody else think about where it's going from here? I was Close to your microphone. Endgame of like... Alex, eat that microphone. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I was worried at Endgame of where do they go from here. And I, I, I really enjoyed Spider-Man Far That's From good. Home. But other than the... How are they going to fix that news thing at the, In the end? Middle? It's just... Okay, now what? Other than introducing a bunch of new characters, I, I feel like every, like up until Endgame, everything had been building upon each other. Yeah. Now I feel like there's not much left to build. They're, back at, they're back at square one, basically. Yeah. And Spider-Man's is really specific to Spider-Man. The big question I have is a Spider-Man 3 question, not an MCU question. And I'm, of course, day one, first, first uh, showing of any of these movies, I'll be there. But I'm not like dying to know what happened to Captain Marvel. Like what happens next. I'm not dying to know what happened to Black Panther. I'm not dying to know what happens with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm not dying to about, know about any of this stuff. Dying to um, know what happens to Peter. <laughs> yeah. And they luckily that was after Endgame. When I, they, they gave me something to do that. And hopefully they have plans for the other characters as well. Um, but it's also, like we said in the last podcast, a really cool time to get your hands back on the X-Men and Fantastic Four. Because that would be... I mean, you snap your fingers and everybody's right back as engaged as they were from the first one because uh, they still have not seen a good version of those characters. And I think, mm, are y'all X-Men fans over Avengers or not? Yes. I, I, mean, I know you I'm were. over Avengers. But, as, but it's before just the as movies, to me. Before the movies, you were, oh, right? before the movies, That's what I full on X-Men. They're okay. They're okay. I was definitely more of an Avengers guy before, but when I was a little kid, it was X-Men. Because as um, you know, it, that Marie, was my dad's yeah. favorite character. We saw the movie more than anything I think I've ever seen in theaters. Um, and my uncle tried to get me into it. another one. Of my uncles tried to get me into Avengers, um, but because his favorite character is Thor, and I just could not get into him. But Cyclops, Wolverine, all of them, and Nightcrawler, especially for me, for a little while, was just fantastic and and captured mine. So if they can do that, I think they'll get a lot more people on board. Not just because it's X Men, which is a big deal, but I think also because it's a concern right now if they do X-Men because of how much people are on the bandwagon of Wolverine and they don't want that to be a different person for Wolverine. I think I think the response to the recast Wolverine will be awesome. Oh, like, I, think I think they'll, they'll do awesome. great regardless. And what helps is the fact that the last few movies have been very bad. X-Men has not been good in a very, very, very long time. Uh, Deadpool notwithstanding, but Deadpool's the one character because he's so freaking wacky. You can bring him in the way he is and nobody will care. Um so yeah, I think X-Men, they could not have planned it better with the movies being bad <laughs> recently because basically Apocalypse is bad and I haven't seen Dark Phoenix but I heard it's way worse than Apocalypse but Apocalypse is not good. I've um, heard nothing but bad things about it. Me too. I watched a review of it yesterday, an hour long review and they just shredded it. Um, Hunter, your thoughts? 
Do you care about the X-Men at all? Um, not necessarily. Like, it's, it's not really... They're not really important to me. Like, I I saw, like, cartoons when I was a kid. It's nothing Which really, ones? Like, like Evolution, probably? Shoot, I can't With remember. With your age, probably so. Ooh, Evolution. Or Wolverine like, and the X-Men, the, one of the, the two. The movies were movies, you know, you go and Weren't see just them. Fun. Like, I, I didn't have any really, like... I gotta see the next one type connection. Right? Gauge your interest level pre-in-game about the MCU versus now about the MCU. I think pre-in-game I was obviously a 10 out of 10. I could not have been more hyped. And right now I think I'm down to like a 7. Yeah. And once again a 1 for me is still seeing all these at midnight because I just love the, the, the thing so much. But in terms of This like, one was hard to see at midnight because it was in the middle of 4th of July week. Also it was a it, weird time to drop I it. think that like July 4th movies do well. Like they, there's a reason it's always been a, a very popular holiday, but not letting a midnight show happen on Monday was a yeah. mistake. There were so midnight we weren't sh- able to go because Yeah, there that. were midnight shows, but there were no seven o'clock shows. Yeah. And that's what has become the new midnight. And I think that hurt the whole Our theater didn't even have a midnight show. I think the only one like I think Rave did lo- well, one of the Raves did local and that was it. Um But because of his work schedule and then like my our family's th- uh, July fourth plans, we weren't able to see it until like I don't think a full Saturday. week after, but a few oh, within a week. Yeah. yeah, and I think if I'm not mistaken, I think that hurt the um, the buzz. Yeah, because everybody we it was didn't just we, a we bad didn't see it at the same time. time. Y'all were as big as Spider Man fans as I know, and mm-hmm. y'all didn't even get to see it at the same time. And I was planning on going in full cosplay and everything. We but. saw it the first day at around like five or something, right? But because it wasn't the first showing, it was not the crowd I usually see it with. So the mm-hmm. laughs were, we were the loudest people laughing. And I don't laugh particularly hard at movies, right? And it hurts the feel. These movies know, we are pretty hard. In our- well, that's a different <laughs> one. Um, but this one was very, that hurt it. When you don't have the, the whole, the reason people love these movies is that excitement, that buzz. And bringing a culture together. Yes. It's, 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 it's about seeing it at the first showing with everybody dressed up and everybody's freaking yeah. out. And this, because of the weird, and once again, this was not Marvel's choice. This is Sony. Sony yeah. releases this movie. They're the ones who actually do the production of it. Um, so I think that was sort of a mistake, honestly. I um, think it was a big mistake. Yeah. Because that's my, like, the fact that we didn't get to say we have a podcast about this stuff. We didn't get a chance to see it together. We had to wait two weeks even to do the podcast because we couldn't see it at the same time. And um, Stephen couldn't even be on it because he, he don't think he's even seen it yet. I think nope. he's going to see it. There's also like a bunch of movies out right well, now. Yeah, this is a rush time. But like, And what's weird, I don't think we know the next Marvel movie, do we not? No. Not yet. officially. Don't have an I know that yet. Black Widow oh, is being thing. filmed right now, but we don't know the release dates. This is the first Marvel movie without a Stan Lee cameo. Sure was. Which yep. was tough to see. Tough to think about. I told Jennifer as soon as we got down. I thought for sure they would at least put him in something like in the back. Like he should have been in the cheesy memoriam at the beginning. I hope they're done with him because Endgame's a great one to end on. Like you got to be part of the entire Infinity Saga. Like let let that be the last one and now they can kind of move on without him. It's it's just one of those things for me like this movie, I think it it really is the timing of it partially because you're right about where that's at. Um, it's the fact we also don't know what's next, and it's yeah. kind of hard. That's scary. To, we should know this time. We next should week. know, but it's just like no, I think next week's when they're supposed to do San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. That's what I was home for at the end of this. Like, give me some, give me the next thing. Like, you don't even have to tell me more than that. Don't give me a trailer. Don't give me nothing. Just say, you know, something. And I so next, I have something here's, to look here's forward my to prediction. other than another Spider. The next movie. big things, or at least for a little bit aren't the movies disney plus is releasing either november or december i can't remember they're covering the exact that month, at comic-con Hughes, but they, they are doing all the new shows and i think they're going to be pushing those hard for scary. a bit that is scary because we don't know the quality of those shows. yeah and um, that it's only available 
So, and I think Disney I think Plus. everybody and their mama's going to get that service. Oh, you know I'm going to be the first one to sign up for Disney. And Plus. like I'm, they'll get all but. these Disney remakes that everybody's freaking out about too. Like it's the service will be successful, but the production value will not be as high because it's just the money's not the same. Because it's a show. Yeah. um, I'm super concerned. And you're making me nervous because you're the person that's all about TV acting and movie acting are two totally different things. The good news is it seems like they're just using maybe cast for most of these. That's the case you should be fine. Tom Hiddleston. It is certainly, but but who are they going to surround them with? How much money do they spend on the other people in the shows? And that's what, I mean, it's certainly concerning. Uh, It's the least cohesive the MCU has, has felt so far. Uh, and I think a huge part of that is the Russo's stepping out. And they need to because it's been half their life, not half their life, but a huge part of their life has been yeah. making these movies back to back to back. They're huge productions. Uh, but who's the next person? Like, who's the director he picks to, to, to lead it forward? I don't think that person's been acknowledged yet. And I don't think we've had a movie outside of what the Russos have done have been good enough to give them. Winter Soldier was good enough to give them the keys. There's not been a movie that successful. I know you're not a huge Winter Soldier fan, but like for a lot of different reasons, it was. I'm a huge Winter Soldier fan. I'm not a huge Captain America. Right, right, right. The character was. I mean, the actual movie. Um, I know. Who is the person going to be? Because I I could see it being, which is weird. James Gunn. James Gunn would be a good one, but they have confirmed the Guardians three. So he, yeah, he's doing it. it Just he can do some weird stuff. Too weird. And I'd be worried about what he would do with some characters. I want him on the periphery. I don't want him on the driving the driving the bus. like, even if they do, I hope he lets certain directors kind of just have their way, but kind of be there as a way to help transition. Because how he makes movies is fantastic. Yeah, It's I agree. just, I think he should at least, at most, be an advisor for other movies that aren't Guardians. Yeah. Just as a way of like, hey, like, it, this is what's going to connect us. This is what's going to do. This would be a good way to have stuff flow and Kevin Feige is still the job. main reason yeah. it's been successful however like I said I mean after Joss Whedon bailed well not bailed but what didn't, wasn't hugely successful with Age of Ultron um, or it really was Justice all about League Avengers mm-hmm. and then once you got that out how do you get to the next step and if I, I think I genuinely think he doesn't he doesn't discover the Russos this doesn't work um, I don't know if they'll retain the writers they might that might be enough because the same guys wrote Winter Soldier and Civil War and uh, Infinity War and Endgame um but of all of the heroes have had solo movies since then, not one of them has been impressive enough to take the reins to me. Certainly not the guy who did Doctor Strange, not the guy that did Black Panther. Black Panther was awesome, but Black Panther was the least interesting aspect of that movie, and that's the concern. Captain Marvel, she was one of the least as- interesting aspects until the end of her movie, um, and it's kind of been that way for, for everybody. Uh, and I don't think John Watts, the guy who does Spider-Man, he did a great job of Spider-Man, but with the world stuff, like we talked about during this, he just seems to not have really a grasp on, on the world as well. So uh, I think discovering that person together will be really exciting. What movie are we going to go expect to be good that blows us away like Winter Soldier did? Uh, but for y'all, whatever the one happened to be. So I, I can't wait to find out who that is. And mm-hmm. I think it's somebody Me we too. don't know yet. I don't think it's somebody we know yet. I don't think it's somebody. I don't think it's one of the names that's already started. I yeah. think somebody will come on new. Maybe it's the person who does the next X-Men film. Maybe it's the guy who does. Maybe it's one of the Disney shows is really, really good. And they let that person do it. Um, but yeah, I'm stoked, but less stoked. So, before we close out, anyone have any last comments? I don't think the world really cared about anyone besides Iron Man. <laughs> Being honest. <laughs> what was really interesting about that is that, um, and I thought this played very well, I'm glad you brought that up, because they you see Iron Man everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, everywhere. But in the world, Captain America and what, half uh, of them are, are like, uh, what are they called? What's the word I'm looking for? They're bad. <laughs> what is yeah. the word? Like, Against the government, they're rogue agents. They're like thing. war. They were like war criminals. Right. Yeah, they're, yeah cri- war they're, they're literally criminals of war. Yeah, um, and that's 
so they respect him enough to like throw him on the thing, but mm-hmm. like you're not seeing murals painted yeah, in Captain I, America. I just, I just thought it was interesting. Pretty like, sure this guy's a war criminal now and shouldn't be showing you I these love videos. That just e- even during the part where like it's um, it's Peter and his friend talking about like oh we're gonna be bachelors in um, like in Europe. Um, like in the back of their classroom, you see like the color, like kids. There, there's an art yeah. class. There was all this art. The thing is, though, after then again, it could be the fact that you know, in Endgame, they had come out of the shadows. Like he wasn't a war criminal anymore. He was leading support groups and all that stuff. Yeah. But a lot of these kids weren't around during that. They yeah. were part of the ones that were dusted. And he wasn't So like, they didn't get to see Cap's Redemption. And Cap's unquote. Redemption was not like a broadcasted thing. He was yeah. uh, by himself on the side. Like, it was not a... It was like the, the, the support group was a local yeah. thing to where he was at. So. Yeah. And then, of course, Black Widow's an assassin with Can't red her. in her ledger, right. blah, blah, blah. I, it, I'm still bitter yeah. it, it about seemed, her treatment. I will never not be bitter until she gets what she deserves. Super pumped. Right. I hope it's this movie. The fact yeah. that her movie is the only one shooting right now. Maybe she finally gets uh, what's the end that girl from the movie today, isn't it? Which is also from Midsummer. Oh, like, yeah. And that I think she's probably the other Black Widow. Elena Belova, yeah. the blonde one, which would be rad. Um, anyway, yeah, good. I'm glad you called that yeah, out. Yeah, the most we got was the thing at the beginning with the slideshow. And a then, blurry like, picture of Vision. A Getty's image. Missed picture and it wasn't the getty's image me. i can't remember getty's image killed me dude <laughs> and then happy Lord. throwing the shield at the end was about oh, the when only Peter real made references. the shield and then swung yeah it was clearly the, the, that clearly, was clearly supposed to be a call out to end game which yeah. was awesome yeah. that was great we him, didn't mention him that trying to that. be captain america a little bit how, how does that he do that <laughs> or something like that uh, so god it, yeah my last word on this is that i think homecoming was better slightly but i love this movie and i think mysterio is better than i ever could imagine he was incredible All right, guys, that's been Whip Busters. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time.